What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's time for us to really lay it out there to choose a side, if you will. Uh, when it when it comes to orange juice, are you team pulp or team no pulp? <laughs> uh, hashtag team pulp. I am I'm all the way team pulp. Wow. All yeah. right. Yeah, hundred percent. I I like being able to chew my drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. I think an epic civil war over breakfast <laughs> may have just started. The Pulpia Accords. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Sick Travis. And I am Sick Brandon. And welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the <laughs> sick episode. <laughs> Sickathetic, sick enthusiasm. Sick enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, no, this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. And Rapathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> we, uh, we are a little under the weather, yeah. but... Jesus. We we of all the weeks for us to to skip an episode, uh, which we've never done so far. So far. Uh the week that Captain America Civil War came out. That <laughs> that's that's just not the episode for us to uh, bail on. So no. we uh, we are here with various versions of tea and uh cough drops and <laughs> yeah. and all sorts of things. So we, uh-huh. we may sound a little bit different in this episode, but we're really excited to yeah. talk what, about what are you what are you drinking? I'm I'm drinking a sinus relief sleepy time tea oh is that really it is it's sleepy time so, so travis is gonna pass out midway through this episode oh not even midway <laughs> that's of course a, sweetened with honey that's not even like a, a 250 seconds of the way <laughs> that's not even i don't think that depends on how long we talk Brandon. <laughs> how long our voices will last uh and i am i am drinking what they call a hot toddy i guess have you ever heard of this uh, I think it has booze in it, right? It does, yeah, absolutely. So, so Chelsea, the wonderful wife that she is, she went to the store. She got me some bourbon. <laughs> uh, she got me some good wife. some ginger tea, uh, and she she mixed me up this concoction of, of bourbon, tea, lemon, honey, nutmeg, and whatever other stuff we had and in the cabinet. Pulpy orange juice. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, you know, it's it's not the worst thing I've had, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. I know we played Drinko one time. There's definitely some bad things that you, you know. Had. When we played Drinko that that time, and we talked about this on the show, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll be honest, like all those, all, I didn't mind any of those drinks. Even the, even like the pickle juice and peach brandy one. Yeah, okay, well maybe, <laughs> all right, maybe, maybe, maybe that. But, anyway, but anyway. pickle juice and vodka—that's that's solid. I mean, that's a martini hey, essentially. It's a fancy. Can't martini. argue with that. Anyway, so anyways, uh, welcome back to Drink Athletic. <laughs> Drink a thousand. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Marvel's cinematic universe presses on, and we have gotten the long-awaited Captain America: Civil War. Heck yeah! Available at a Cineplex near you on iTunes and Stitcher. Wait, no, <laughs> no, that's our no, podcast. that's that's a podcast. Yeah. Um. So. What what I think we've decided is we're gonna just get right into spoiler territory. Like we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna go scene for scene and, and delve into the plot so much. But we're not gonna we're not gonna hide anything or or or, Absol- or hold anything back. So. Absolutely right. Uh, we're we want we want to be able to talk about it because we haven't actually we saw it separately and we haven't actually had a chance to talk about it with each other. So. Yes. Uh, we don't want to hold anything back from each other, uh, and I think, uh, you know, loose lips sink ships, and, and talking around information is is kind of boring. So yeah, so if you haven't right seen the it. movie, if you want absolutely no spoilers or don't want to be, uh, you want to be surprised by anything that happens in the film, then maybe you want to be surprised. Maybe just pause the just podcast, pause. just and then do nothing else on your listening device until you see the movie. I'm gonna and then unpause. I'm go- I'm going to I'm going to push out our spoiler song right now. Spoilers, 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 I wasn't expecting a spoiler song, and but that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. So, well, so. I, I worked really hard on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm going on vacation soon. Yes. So. Like within 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I put a lot of effort into this last song. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to spoiler territory. We are going to be talking about Captain America: Civil War. Uh, overall, Brandon, what did what did you think of the film? Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Uh, out of out of ten Captain Americas, I gave it one Captain Britain. <laughs> no no I, I loved it man uh it was it was a good avengers movie yeah it was the best avengers movie it was way better than age of ultron <laughs> yeah. like uh and and i thought about that at like halfway through the movie when i was like hey, this has captain america's name in the title right yeah but you know you're off on some scene with like vision and scarlet witch or something and i'm thinking this is a good avengers movie like this is you're getting all these different characters you're getting all these yeah. uh like dealing with other situations happening, adding new characters in. Um, but it seemed to hold itself together pretty well. It didn't feel disjointed to me. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed it. No, ab- absolutely. You know, uh, I read a couple of different articles since seeing the movie. And one of the, one of them said that they did a really good job of having all these, having all these different characters and putting them into the movie and and having them have scenes that mattered to the characters, sure, they weren't like throwaway scenes to the characters. They yeah. they they related to the overall theme of the the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where it's not just like some guy is off doing laundry, or like it's a throwaway. Like I'm doing laundry, huh? I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm Hawkeye. You know, everything everything had a purpose, and so 
that is a sign of, of a good movie, I think, especially with so many characters in this ensemble. It would have been so easy for them to screw it up, I think. And, and you know, I think the last superhero movie that we reviewed on the show was Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, yeah. That was a movie where they did have a lot of characters, not even not nearly as much, I think, as this movie did. But they they forced things too much and things sort of fought for time. Yeah. Whereas here, like, we don't need to establish Iron Man. We really don't need to establish half the characters in this movie because we've done that throughout other films. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's a benefit that they have going into it. But then for the new characters that they did have to introduce, uh, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they took some time to kind of introduce those characters a little bit more. And then as well, like they, they showed us a little bit more about Bucky and, and his experience as winter soldier and yeah. things like that. So, uh, we, we got more information on some of those important characters. Yeah. I think that's a good, uh, comparison, uh, with black Panther and Spider-Man to any of the characters that were introduced in Batman versus Superman, <laughs> right? They didn't just get an email with like their already made logos. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when in Batman versus Superman, uh, and I won't stick with this comparison too long, right? But you know, okay, you're you're introduced to Batman, you kind of know his backstory already. But anything, any other characters are just like just so just shoehorned in there, right? Yeah. Uh, and and those characters don't really mean anything, right? You could have an Easter egg for uh, Dark Side, but you know, it's it's just it's just heavy handed. So. When they introduce Black Panther organically into the movie, where it's like, okay, King T'Challa, uh, and then um, he, he is assassinated. Spoiler. We're, yeah, we're, we're there. Spoilers. Um, you know, and then uh, T'Challa, who is back Black Panther, mm-hmm. he is introduced in a way that's it makes sense for the movie. And then Spider-Man, even, when like they're like uh, Team Cap or Team Iron Man, they need more people. Yeah, to the yeah. Side. There's there's a there's a point there where both sides are just trying to like, all right, well Recruit, let's yeah. let's let's pad our 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 side a little bit and make sure that we're we'll find anybody that'll that'll align with us. And and in the comics, I think Spider Man and, and Iron Man have a have a good connection and and some, like even I don't know if, how much of the Civil War comics you you read. Uh, I I just I just know based off of the synopsis okay. I read. Um, but there there's definitely a, a connection there between Tony Stark and Peter Parker from you know some of some of the other books and stuff where they're they're working together they're they're developing uh Stark is helping develop new super or Spider-Man suits yeah. for Spider-Man things yeah. like that. So it made sense to bring him in that way. I I really like Spider-Man a yeah. lot in yeah. this movie. Um let's I go, liked let's, let's go ahead and talk about Spider-Man. Let's get, let's get into Spidey here. <laughs> uh I like the actor that they have playing uh I I, I don't remember his name. If I had been healthier, I would have looked up his name. <laughs> uh, I know he was in another movie uh, with with Thor. You can you can you can hear the you can hear the clicks in the background. That's the mouse. That, that's you. That's you looking up his name. Tom but, Holland. Tom Holland. Yes. So no, I don't even need to get all the way to IMDb. He's. I'm he, gonna get there, but he's he's a young kid, and I like. That's those. That's sprinklers. Sprinklers. <laughs> Never mind that. Uh, that's Spidey sprinklers. That's that's IMDb. That's IMDb. <laughs> IMDb spinning up. But yeah, so. Uh, he was young, he he was inexperienced. I like that we didn't get like a full Spider-Man uh, like origin story yeah. on him. Like even like I don't even think Uncle Ben was brought up. 
Yeah, I think I think the the screenwriters or even the the Russo brothers. Someone mentioned I, I read this earlier today that they didn't want to they didn't want to put the origin story in there because it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made sense. It would have spread out that time of the movie further than it than it needed to. to yeah, be. yeah. I think the uh, pacing for it and and our introduction both to the character himself and then also Stark's introduction to the character and and, and they said. Look, we know enough about Spider-Man already to know what his origin story is. So it's better just to like put him in there. Even though they didn't actually make that in the Marvel MCU, there have been so many Spider-Man yeah. movies. Everybody's like, "Listen, we know we at, know what Spider-Man's at, at this point in time in your life. You know that Batman's parents are killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know that a Spider-Man was bitten by some kind of radioactive, radioactive spider. spider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did find out that this is a Spider-Man that has webbing that's manufactured it's not that like, he's made himself it's not like coming out of some sort of <laughs> pore in his yeah. in his wrist yeah uh, uh when when we first find out about spider-man uh so tony goes over to aunt may's house their apartment actually right that's right in queens in queens and uh tony is tom holland walks in there peter parker walks in there and he sees tony stark and yeah. you know he's he's wowed by sure right? yeah because tony stark right uh so then tony goes into the bedroom with with peter parker nothing weird about that nothing weird about that uh but he's like hey uh he, he does like a little hologram he's like is this you and it's a it's like a video of spider-man in like his crappy spider-man yeah suit, yeah uh looking like scarlet spider a little bit um looking looking a little bit like he just threw on a red hoodie <laughs> yeah and went for it yeah but. uh and it's basically like hey let me get you a new suit. And yeah. that, and so going back to civil war in the comics with the whole, yeah, that's, that's the sprinkler, <laughs> uh, or garage dolphin trying to get back in <laughs> or garage dragon. Uh, you know, he, he says like, Hey, help me out and I'll get you a new suit. I'll fund you a new suit. And that's how we get the iconic new Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Which looks awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. It's been my desktop wallpaper at work for, for weeks now. <laughs> Um, but I really like the Spidey suit, and I like in the airport scene, which is really the only time we get to spend with Spider-Man as Spider-Man in this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a fun Spider-Man. Yeah. He's young and inexperienced, but like he's chatty and he's like <laughs> making jokes, and that's exactly what I want in a Spider-Man. Right? I yeah. want I want a Spider-Man that's fun, that's joking around, maybe doesn't know. Ex- exactly what he's doing but he's just kind of like holding his own because yeah. he's got these powers like he he's 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 good at what he does because he has the, the you know the spider sense uh and everyone else is like who is this yeah. this kid right <laughs> there's, and, there's and a, they know he's a kid yeah yeah obviously <laughs> um there's a point where he's fighting with uh sam winston uh, uh falcon falcon mm-hmm. and uh and 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 the falcon's like Hey, I don't, I don't know if you're new to this, but usually in a fight, like there's not this much talking. Like, he's like, "Oh, sorry." You know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Spider-Man. And, and, was and, great. and you know, uh, people have seen a clip out there, but like when Winter Soldier, uh, when Bucky throws the punch and Spider-Man catches it, and he's like, "Whoa, you have a metal arm? That's, That's awesome, awesome, dude!" <laughs> like just stuff like that. He's like, he's just a, he's just a kid. Yeah, like, he, he he was fun and he was having fun. Uh, I liked his reference to the really old movie empire strikes back <laughs> yeah. uh which was the ultimate um hey, way of bringing is this down like that really old movie where they're like on the, the star wars the, where they're the on that like snow, snow planet? planet uh and I, that was of course to bring down 
giant man. Well, well, before, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I'll get into the line, my favorite line of Spider-Man's okay. here in a second. Uh, but uh, basically, Spider-Man says, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and maybe it there's, made me, there's PG thirteen. It made me it made me crack up <laughs> so much when I was watching it because uh, it was like it was spider-man he's like he's quipping right he's very innocent and yeah. then all of a sudden he says holy holy shit and I'm like you got me <laughs> but he says holy shit because of course team cap has iron or ant-man yeah uh, great addition my, team cap my me. favorite my favorite guy ant-man every each team has to have a quippy <laughs> yeah the, the comic relief yeah right uh of course paul rudd as scott lang is is that and so they're Team Cap, Captain America, and Falcon and uh, Bucky—they're trying to get to a Quinjet to get to get away. Sure. And so Scott Lang is like, "Okay, what you guys need is a distraction." There it is. <laughs> There's the distraction. I think someone is uh, attempting to break into your garage right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm going to edit those sprinklers out. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> you guys just know that there's there's sprinklers out there, and we're taking care of the community. Um, so he says, "Hey, we need a distraction. I've been working on this this thing. Uh, when I tell you guys to go, then you go. When I give you the signal, when I give you the signal. Uh, and they're like, "Have you? What is it?" He's like, "It's it's fine. I've tested this out. In, in hopefully, I don't tear myself apart. Hopefully, I don't tear myself apart. Uh, I tested out in the lab once. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I don't pass out. <laughs> uh, and of course, what it is is he goes from Ant Man." To being Giant Man, so cool, huge, huge. <laughs> Ant Ant Man. It's funny because a few years ago, I think we mocked the inclusion of Ant Man in the MCU a little bit before the movie came out. You, I don't, I don't think I ever. You never did because you... I knew he was one of the original members. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I just, I think the early premise of Ant Man being like this character that we were really going to gravitate towards. I didn't, I didn't I didn't think he was going to be taken seriously. Yeah. The way they've utilized him both in the movie Ant-Man which is probably one of my favorite uh Marvel movies to date. Yeah. Um but then the way they use him in that fight scene, it's like all the great stuff that you could want to have out of Ant-Man from shooting him on the arrow yeah. and having him crawl <laughs> through Iron Man's suit, sabotaging just ripping suit. ripping Iron Man's suit from the inside to going to the exact you know, opposite end of the spectrum to giant sized and like lumbering around <laughs> in slow motion, right? Yeah, like Ooh. Gulliver's Travel. Yeah, exactly. But it 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 got the job done. He he was he was funny throughout, and then he created. <laughs> thanks, a... thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so he he does create the di- diversion. All of Team Iron Man is basically forced to. Yeah. Focus on him and bring him down, which they do as with, as you would any with the help of Spider Man, of course. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Spider Man does the Gulliver's travels and, and swings around and trips him up. But it was it was funny when when he first turns into Giant Man, he like grabs War Machine and just like it's like War Machine's <laughs> like trying to fly away and just like tosses him. Yeah, he just nope. Um, which, but, but but he's so slow, right? So that's why Spider Man, who's who's much nimbler, uh, is able to you know swing around him. And he and Spider Man's like crawling all over his face, yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like <laughs> trying to brush him away. Yeah. What it overall? I think this was one of probably the most climactic scenes. The scenes that everybody was really looking forward to in the movie was this face off of 
team cap versus team iron man yeah uh how did you think it was how do you think overall that scene played out were you happy with it do you have any issues with it or i i liked it i liked it uh i don't the only issue i had was with with vision like using his little head beam thing yeah to uh to cut <laughs> cut cut the tower okay right like he so so vision like uh cap and bucky are running to the hangar to get into the quinjet and vision like slices the air control tower and it falls uh, over right. like in in front of the thing like and meanwhile like vision throughout the entire movie is like talking about like uh avoiding catastrophe and and damage and stuff like that and then he's the one who does like the most damage in that that's well maybe maybe giant man but well yeah he there's collateral damage as well as the fact that he inadvertently shoots down war machine yeah which so so if you've seen the previews you know that war machine is shown in a field uh, with tony cradling him uh well vision does that on yeah. accident oops friendly fire um yeah i i really like these fight scenes in these marvel films because to me they're fun they're fun to watch like the the when we're gonna make another batman versus superman comparison here but uh the final fight with batman and wonder woman and superman that was like a moment where i was like yeah like they're all working together and they're going up against yeah you know uh doomsday and things like that but there, there still wasn't as much of like the quippy like one-liners and jokes and sort of like the kind of just fun ways that they'll get at each other and things yeah. like that. Uh, and and, and I, I think I think along those lines, right? The the quippiness because they are the Avengers are still friends, right? They yeah, they still yeah. they still care about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a part where Black Widow and Hawkeye are fighting, and yeah, yeah you know, whatever they they say is like, you know. Uh, are we still friends? Like it depends on how hard you hit me. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so there's and there's then Scarlet Witch tosses Black Widow and is like you were pulling your punches. Yeah. 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 Like she's taking this a little seriously. Right. In that, in that and 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 there's another there's another little, little scene there with with Spider Man and Captain America. Captain America and Spider Man fight and Spider Man's being uh, his his self. And he said Tony told me about you and he also told me to go for your legs. Uh, <laughs> and so like he he trips Captain America. And then of course Captain is is awesome, and he <laughs> he gets the better of Spider Man and uh, like slingshots him. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he pulls Spider Man, and then uh, like knocks a building down on him. So Spider Man has to like hold it. Yeah. And so Cap's like, "Hey, where are you from, kid?" He's like, "Queens." I'm like, "Brooklyn." Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so like they're still like like they just met and they're on opposite sides, but they're like not mutual respect, you know? Yeah. Like, and and I think. That's one of the things about this movie that I didn't know what to expect as far as how far they would go with potential damage for a movie. So um, realistically, all told throughout this movie, really the only person to get hurt really bad is War Machine. Yeah. And he gets paralyzed, but then gets like stark prosthetics. Yeah. And he's probably going to be fine. Yeah. The the only... The only like super villain or superhero that dies, even like the the main villain, which is Baron Zemo, uh, he doesn't die at the end. The only person who dies is Crossbones. Yeah, and and and, Cro- and he's like, and he's just in, the opening, you know, flare for the you, movie. You know, so if you guys if you guys have, have read the the comics, right, you know that the whole Civil War arc starts 
by uh, I forget who is like the the New Mutants or something like that. So there's like there's like a group of like, just young, you know, enhanced inex- individuals. Inexperience. And they're tra- are, they're filming a reality show yeah. in the comics. Yeah. And they go into a house to try and capture some villains. One of those villains has the power to, to explode. explode themselves. And unfortunately, while they're fighting, they end up right outside of an elementary school. Yeah. yeah. So when that guy blows himself up, it takes out an elementary school. Right. And so this creates this need for, hey, maybe superheroes need to be regulated to prevent those sorts of things. Right. And so they, they kind of use crossbones in that way. And yeah, some biochemical. It, it, it doesn't really whatever. matter. It doesn't a matter. Red vial or something. Yeah. And uh, so. Pim particle? No. <laughs> so, so he ends up fighting Captain America and he says he's going to kill Captain America with a grenade. Well, Scarlet Witch catches him right as he pulls the pin and uh, does her magic and she's like lifting him up in the air to try to get him away from stuff. And that grenade goes off and takes out like half of a building. Yeah. And so that is. Along with Sokovia from uh, Age of Ultron, like that well, is like and, the kind of and like, everything New York and just I mean DC everything that's happened where there's been a huge epic, you know, yeah. disaster. But, but they they kind of they kind of use her a lot as, as that like that scapegoat for this movie. Like like Tony and Vision try to keep her in uh, the Avengers building. Yeah, like, you know, well, just just staying here. You know, don't realistically if you rank. All of the superheroes in the cinematic universe to date, power, power wise, power wise, uh-huh. she is at the top, if not like one or two pegs below some of the other. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you you, you would have said Vision initially, but uh, by the way, she takes out Vision. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, she's she's above him. Yeah, and I mean, and that's that's true of the character from the comics as well. But I think. You know, they're they're introducing her and sort of what she's capable of more so, I think, in this movie than they did even in uh, the Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like we, we started to figure out kind of what she could do. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's referred to almost as like a weapon of mass destruction in this movie, it's yeah, she's she's definitely a threat and, yeah. and something that needs to be. And the reason why Team Iron Man is like, we need to have some sort of control over this. Yeah. But I think it, it's a little, it's it's a little messed up considering her like a weapon of mass destruction, right? Because, I mean, she was trying to save. I mean, she wasn't. She didn't make crossbones explode. She right. was trying to yeah. get him out of there. Yeah. And so I, I think it's I think it's a little unfair for for Tony in that situation to try to keep her under lock and key. Uh, and maybe maybe it wasn't entirely Tony's doing because obviously uh, General Thunderbolt Ross from <laughs> from Hulk. Uh, you know, the Incredible Hulk series. Now, Secretary of Defense? Ross, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is the one who's pushing the Sokovia Accords. He, and he's the, he's the kind of, uh, the, the bureaucrat. <laughs> yeah. And in, in all of this. Um, so yeah. And, and, and he, uh, hopefully in, in future movies, he'll have more of a, a role in, in, in Hulk, right? In the comics, he becomes Red Hulk eventually. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, yeah, I, we'll we'll see how that goes. What, what do you what do you think of of Baron Zemo? What do um, you think of his motivation? I I think he, I spent most of the movie waiting for him to somehow have to don like uh, a purple hood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, which which unfortunately never never came to pass. Yeah, um, or red skull. 
Well, I don't know. He, he just he seemed Red Skullish. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just I know he's not Red Skull. But. I just finished reading uh, the Standoff series. Yeah. Um, in the comics, uh-huh. and and both of those characters, Red Skull and Zemo, are featured prominently. Yeah. In in that in those books, and uh, and there are a lot of similarities between the two. I th- and unrelated. Yeah. Go yeah. go check out Standoff if you <laughs> feel like reading a whole lot of comics about stuff. Yeah. Um, I liked. I liked Zemo in this movie in that he was plotting and methodical and was almost like a few steps ahead yeah. of the Avengers in setting setting up a plan. He he was an individual who basically made all this stuff happen just by pulling the right strings. It wasn't some like superpower that he had that allowed him to, you know, overcome the Avengers and and he talks about it at the end of the movie where he says, you know, I, I watched my family die. You know, all this happened. I had to get back. I wanted to get back at them, and I couldn't do it myself. Like, I yeah. could, so I had to I, I turn had them. No, against I have no other. superpowers, right? So, I thought it was an interesting villain for for a movie that is built the way Civil War is, where it's intended to turn our heroes against each other. Yeah, he was he was a perfect villain to kind of do that to, you know, make make this guy first do a do a uh, set someone up set up bucky yeah. to be the terrorist that that blows up the un or whatever yeah that's the first mark and then also to get them all in the right place to then show tony the truth about his parents right yeah and you're right about that cuz i think that you know part of this part of the civil war aspect of it is you know captain america and crew they're like they find out that Baron Baron Zemo is trying to go to where there were other winter soldiers, right? Like a, a collection of winter soldiers that, that Bucky tells him about. And so he's like, okay, well, Baron Zemo is trying to get these guys. Um, and so when they get to this, like where place it is like Antarctica, some sort of like a winter bunker area. in the Himalayas or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Endor. No, that's, that's the wrong no, planet. No Hoth. Hoth. Yeah. Another, another empire reference. <laughs> um, they they get there and these these super soldiers are actually dead right, and I th- I thought that was so cool because if those super soldiers were around then that would have united uh, Captain America and, and Iron Man right against a common enemy sure uh, and because Baron Zemo isn't a super powered uh, guy in the, in this movie you know you you don't have to have you don't they don't have to unite against him because any one of them could just like yeah, flip just him take off him off. He's yeah. dead. Uh, but so Zemo uses the fact that Bucky actually k- was the one who killed Tony Stark's parents um, in '91 under, under being brainwashed or whatever yes, like that as but, Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, but he's he's the one who kills Tony's parents, and so Tony freaks out and he's like, "I'm gonna kill this dude." Yeah, uh, and that's and that's when you see in the previews Bucky. Captain America and Iron Man fighting. Yeah. So that, tell me what you think about that fight scene. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, I love the passing of the shield between Bucky and Cap. Yeah. And, and just sort still, of, still chills. So I, I love that. Um, the conclusion of that scene had me like legit, like, oh gosh, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Because you have Cap putting it all out on the line, and ultimately taking the shield to uh what's the glowing thing in his chest called the, the arc yeah 
uh but when he when he pops his helmet off and he and he's holding that shield up and it it already looks like tony should probably have a broken neck from the way they're fighting <laughs> but he's holding that shield and it looks like he's about to decap uh, <laughs> um and and he puts it through the arc to basically the arc reactor to shut him down and 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 ultimately win the fight but it was one of those things where i was like are they gonna kill tony stark like what <laughs> yeah um so yeah and and again because there's there's an aspect of you know in the comics that captain america gets shot at the end so right. you're like oh maybe they're gonna switch it up a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah no i they that scene obviously was intentional the way they shot that was intentional for you to, to have that kind of suspense yeah. uh but you you know that that captain america is you know he's he's he still don't, he doesn't want tony dead no. you know he and he he just he wants he wants everybody to get along <laughs> can't we all just <laughs> um yeah, I thought that fight scene was was epic and, and a good way to kind of conclude the film from an action standpoint. Yeah, um, I liked I liked the way that some of the characters intermingled and played on both sides yeah. of the line throughout yeah. the film. You've got obviously Black Widow who uh, shoots Black Panther or like electrocutes him just long <laughs> enough to allow Cap to to get on the jet. Yeah. Um, then you also have Tony, who you know the face of Team Iron Man. Uh, going and getting information from Falcon about where they were going so that he could go and help them. Yeah. And, and, and honestly goes there with the intent, intent to help. Yeah. And it's when, and that's when he finds that information out about his parents and, yeah. and chooses to deal with it the way that he did. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you know, at the, at the end of that fight, uh, Iron Man is basically like my father made that, that shield. You don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. And Captain America, he, he puts like, here it, you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, and uh, so, so that that's kind of that's kind of the end of movie primary. But um, basically, uh, Captain America and Bucky they they retreat over, over to Wakanda yeah. with uh, Black Panther and and shoot Tony a, a letter <laughs> with a cell phone and basically says like Captain America knew that Bucky killed his parents and he said, you know, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. I knew I should have told you, but I was afraid of, of telling you, uh, of, afraid of what it would do. Um, but you know, the Avengers were family. We're all family. Yeah. And whenever you need me, we'll, we'll be here for you. Yeah. Uh, and he breaks all the other Avengers, the ones who were arrested <laughs> yeah. uh, from the airport. So Ant-Man, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, um, t- gets them all out of that. Uh, yeah. And out of, out of sh- shields or whatever. Prison. Interestingly enough, ends up hanging out with black panther who was on that other side of things yeah uh really kind of his motivation throughout the whole thing was misguided and even when there was overwhelming evidence to prove that <laughs> yeah you know a winter soldier was not responsible for the bombing still kind of had it out for for team cap uh glad to see him you know come around yeah. what, what did you think about black panther as a character that's as a great, the way that they portrayed him in this movie that's a great question because i was going to ask you I was just about to ask oh, you. Oh, okay. I was I was segueing into asking you, and you you beat me. You're welcome. Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> who, who asked the question first? Um, I. Oh, do you want me to? Ask? Well, go, you just go for you it. asked me. Well, then answer it. So I will. But I'm just saying <laughs> I was gonna. Uh, so Black Panther. So I don't. I didn't know that much about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, you know. Um, I know that he was a character. I know that he has vibranium. His suit is made of vibra- vibranium. And that his country is technologically advanced. Yeah, I know. I know these things just from what I've read. 
I like the actor. Mm-hmm. I think he did a really good job. And he he had that he had the right amount of arrogance because he is a he is a prince. He's now the now king, king. Now yeah. king. And when he he's a warrior king and he's he's fighting at that airport and who I forget who he's he's talking to. He's talking to uh Hawkeye. Hawkeye's like, Hey, we haven't met, you know, I'm Hawkeye. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> And, I'm I'm just, I'm just gonna beat you up. Yeah, and so then then they fight. Yeah, I I really liked him. I uh, I think his suit looks awesome. Yeah, I I really like sort of the way that he fights and like the scene where they're like on the freeway or whatever, and he's chasing down yeah. Cap and Bucky. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, that was that was a great introduction. They're all just running so fast. Yeah, literally, there's a point where I think I think it's Winter Soldier is running in traffic runs onto a car over the top of the car off the front and keeps running. <laughs> but that's in traffic. Like it's not like a parked car that he yeah. runs over. Oh, these cars are he, driving. He like runs over a, a car. Okay. They're superheroes. Like, I'll just <laughs> give them that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought black Panther was great and I'm interested to see yeah. how he's incorporated into the MCU. Yeah. And, forward. and we talk about introducing characters. Like he had a full arc in this movie with so much other stuff going on. He had, he had the revenge and then he had the aspect of, you know what? Bucky wasn't the one who killed killed my father. Uh, this this guy Baron Zemo killed my father, but he doesn't. He where where originally he wanted to kill Winter Soldier. By the time he gets to meet Baron Zemo, he's like, you know what? The Avengers they're they're fighting for revenge. Yeah. Uh, everybody else is fighting for revenge. I'm not going to to do this. I. But but the people need to have their say, and so he doesn't kill Baron Zemo. He actually turns him in. Yeah. So like that's a which full opens arc. the door for something else happening later on. Of course, Zemo. of course. But that, that's a full arc for this character that we've never met before. That a lot of fans have never seen before. Uh, fair Fairweather fans, <laughs> uh, myself included, or, or non comic readers. I mean, Marvel obviously is is pushing the character yeah. more so now. They just started a new series for him. So if you want to. Want to find out more about Black Panther? Head over to a comic book shop because yeah. there's a brand new series of Black Panther yeah. just came out a few weeks ago. So, so, oh, so all right. Uh, what is your favorite fight scene? Let's wrap this up. What is your favorite fight scene? The the airport scene. Okay. The the, the one that was Can on you... all the trailers and everything like that. Just getting everybody out there. The interplay between everybody. Having Spider Man there, which was like icing on the cake. Yeah. Just everything about that. The the different individual interactions that epic like comic book looking scene where you just have <laughs> yeah. them all like running towards each other yeah um everything about it i just i really enjoyed i love the jokes that were kind of sprinkled in as well yeah um that for me was was a huge part of the movie all right all right uh i i will agree to a certain extent Ten- tentatively agree. yeah i i mean o- overall i think that's that's a better fight scene but i really like that uh, almost like daredevil slash uh, like really tight shot fight of Bucky and Captain America. Oh, in the stair- like kind in of the staircase. stairwell. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, Bucky, stop, you know, stop. Like, yeah. And Bucky's like, I'm not going to kill anybody. <laughs> and then uh, he accidentally knocks somebody over the, the railing of the staircase and Captain America grabs him real fast. And like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> come on. You're not making it easy. On yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, like, that was a good sequence. But that was, that was a really good fight. And, and, uh, and then Black Panther is, starts chasing him. That's yeah. when we first meet him. Uh, going into this movie, we were both firmly Team Cap. 
Yeah. Uh, did anything in the course of the movie nothing change your opinion on that? <laughs> no, no, nothing not at, all. at all. To, uh, Tony was he's kind of a, he's kind of a jerk, and in that that final fight scene where he flips out over uh, Winter Soldier killing his parents, I mean, I I get it. I get that. You know, he's mad at really not his parents, his mom particularly, yeah. um, but to- Tony knows that Winter Soldier was brainwashed. He he knows yeah, that he that knows that that wasn't like some something he did out of choice. So it's incredibly irrational, I think, of Tony, who's who's supposed to be this this logical presence in in the MCU, um, to to drop everything. I, I really think they've developed Tony in the MCU specifically as a guy that, I mean, he's been around the longest mm-hmm. as as far as you know. Iron Man was the first movie to really happen in the MCU, uh, but he's he's developed this power it kind of kind of lived at the top like you know what i i i'm nothing's going wrong i'm i'm iron man and you know and then things are starting to slip for him uh i think the stuff in iron man 3 was was one thing uh the age of ultron and really like the whole fact that ultron happened was really like a, a punch in the gut like okay yeah. maybe i'm maybe i'm not <laughs> maybe i'm screwing some stuff up here so i think he he comes from that perspective of like yeah we've we've got a lot of power but we're capable of making mistakes and maybe we shouldn't take that on all ourselves which so it, it makes sense why he comes it it, may, it makes it does make sense but my problem with this and i think a lot of people can agree is that he causes so many problems. Yeah. He, yeah. Tony is the one who causes all these problems. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I mean, Ultron wasn't Banner. Banner didn't do it. Yeah. Banner helped fix it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, like Ironmonger, all that, all that stuff. Like he, Tony's biggest enemy is himself in the end because he's the one who creates all his threats. Yeah. To, to an extent, you're right. Yeah. Uh, he didn't, even in Civil War, like he created a threat with Captain America, he's yeah. he's the one who did that to himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, so when he when he gets all high and mighty about like, oh, you know, maybe we need people to watch over us, you know, well, maybe you, <laughs> maybe you know, when we go back to Iron Man two, we go back to that courtroom scene where the government's trying to take over the Iron Man technology, and then maybe you 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 change your mind back then. You don't change it after you drop a city. Uh, entire country out of the right. sky. Yeah. Uh, overall, did you give? Did we give a rating to this movie? I don't. I don't know that we haven't yet. Okay. What? What? It, scale. Scale one to ten. I. Oh, I, I said earlier, like <laughs> it was like a one. Uh, but, Captain Britain out of ten. Yeah. Captain Americas. Uh, no, I. This is. This is my the the best ensemble one. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, other than the first Captain America, this is. Uh. No, I was gonna say Captain America one was it was origin story. It uh, wasn't yeah. my favorite, but uh, Winter Soldier and this one were really good. Yeah. Captain America movies are really good. I I give this one a nine. I give it a nine as well. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it it pushes the upper limit uh, of of almost like getting a ten from me. Yeah, but the 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 issue I have is I felt like in the end there was no real like consequence to to what happened in the film i feel like 
And maybe I'm not saying they have to kill off a major character or do something like that for me to be happy with the movie. Yeah. But even to the point where like in the actual civil war comics, which uh, I guess I'll spoil something here uh, (laughs) from the comics, but uh, in the comics, it's not the exact same situation, but there is a, a superhero treaty that where they would be regulated and part of Spider-Man joining Team Iron Man's side is that he takes his mask off. Yeah. You know, the the deal in the comics is that they were not going to have secret identities. Every every superhero is going to say who they were mm-hmm. and be accountable for it. Yeah. There's a point in the movie where Spider-Man's like mask like kind of folds up a little <laughs> bit and you can see it for a second. Yeah. Like his face for a second. I think that's a nod to the comics a little bit. Yeah. Um, but even that, like there was no, there was no like cost for that. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. What's his name? Colonel, uh, Rhodes, Colonel Rhodes. He, uh, he's, he's paralyzed and, and that, that sucks. Yeah. Like I, I, I just almost, they say that these Marvel movies are getting darker, but I still think they're almost a little too light and popcorn at times. So anyway, but that, that said, I absolutely love the movie. I gave it a nine. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you think of this as the start of a phase three? Right, using because Civil War is essentially the start of phase three. Right. Uh, so, uh, with that in mind, you don't want to have those consequences right up front. Uh, you, sure. You now have Captain America who breaks into the the Shield or whatever jail that Ant Man and Falcon and all those guys are are held up, and he he breaks them out. So now you have what you can mirror in the comics where they have Captain America's uh, like a bit of a renegade. Yeah. The, yeah. the renegade Avenger, yeah. Avenger team. Um, so you, you kind of have that leading all the way up until of course, infinity war. Yeah. Part one, part one in like when my daughter's old enough to drive. Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I mean, coming up, we've got Dr. Strange. Yeah. And then I think is the Spider-Man movie, the next movie after Dr. Strange. Homecoming? Uh, maybe. Uh, and Tony's in that of, of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see where phase three is going. Uh, I wasn't super excited for Dr. Strange until I saw that first trailer. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to want to see the heck out of this movie. So I don't know. I think, I think it's a good start for phase three. Yeah. And, uh, I'm excited to, uh, go for the ride if you will. That's right. So, uh, is what, what does this rank in your all time MCU favorites? Initial, initial it's kind of thoughts. I think it's maybe number two. Oh, all right. Behind what? The first Avengers movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love the first Avengers movie. I love the way they took heroes that were separate and did not either know or like each other. Yeah. And how they came together. The scene in that first Avengers movie where, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor are like fighting in like the, the woods. Yeah. And, uh, like they're fighting each other and then like new guy shows up and like, Oh, we'll fight this guy. And like, <laughs> they're not exactly, they, it's because they don't really know each other or know who to, who to trust and who not to trust. Right. And the trust that develops over the course of that movie. I don't know. I, it's, it's a close one and two for me. This, yeah. this Civil War movie was really good as well. Uh, I, I would I would still put Avengers as number one. Okay. Uh, I really like Ant Man. I know you do. <laughs> I really, really I really like Ant Man. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll put that up there in the top five. Yeah. Uh, 
it's just that that quirky outsider kind of mentality of mine uh but i i would say ant-man is still my number two close to number one i'll be honest <laughs> for avengers uh but civil war i honestly i i would have it number two number three yeah all right it's so good well, that's our opinions. That's our opinions. What are yours? What? Let us know what you thought about the movie. Uh, if if you went and saw it, and and you you liked it, maybe you agree with us, maybe you disagree with us. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, tweet your opinion, hashtag those Team Pulp, and then uh, and and then we'll we'll be looking for that all week. That's right. Um, if if you're on Facebook, you can check us out at facebook.com/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Twitter, we're at Apathusiast. On Instagram, Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. We're on our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. All of our stuff is on there. Blogs, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Game of Thrones Fantasy League. What? 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 what, what? We're, uh, week, we're in week three now. That's right. Uh, next week, we have a Netflix rewatch. So uh, what are we watching? Uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That's right. So uh, this week, go and watch that movie, stream it on Netflix, and then come back next Tuesday to uh, hear our review and sort of our conversation about that as well. So Yep. Uh, if you like the show, great way you can help us out. iTunes, iTunes, five stars, five stars. Where, wherever you're listening, if that's pot podcatcher of your choosing, <laughs> if you can rate the show five stars, it'll really help the show to grow and help new people find the show. So we made it. We survived, we survived. The, the sick episode. <laughs> you know, this this is an experience that uh, same thing with like Comic Con last last year, right? Where every single day of that Comic Con, I was sick. <laughs> yeah. Every single day. We're gonna try to not be sick this year for Amazing <laughs> Comic Con. But but actually getting out there and then interacting, it was like, oh, I'm not sick for the entire time. We're doing business. As soon as this episode's done, guys, guys and gals, <laughs> go lay, I'm lay going. Down down. I'm going to throw up. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. We'll talk to you next. Time. See you guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.